0: To the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Wednesday of the fifth week of Lent. Let's pray. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your Spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us call to mind our sins. I confess to, to Almighty, Almighty Christ God Christ and to you, and you, my brothers and sisters. sisters Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Enlighten, O God of compassion, the hearts of your children, sanctified by penance. And in your kindness, grant those you stir to a sense of devotion, a gracious hearing when they cry out to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Daniel. King Nebuchadnezzar said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is it true that you do not serve my gods and that you refuse to worship the golden statue I have erected? When you hear the sound of horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, or any other instrument, Are you prepared to prostrate yourselves and worship the statue I have made? If you refuse to worship it, you must be thrown straight away into the burning, fiery furnace. And where is the God who could save you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied to King Nebuchadnezzar, Your question hardly requires an answer. If our God, the one we serve, is able to save us from the burning, fiery furnace and from your power, O king, he will save us. And even if he does not, then you must know, O king, that we will not serve your God or worship the statue you have erected. These words infuriated King Nebuchadnezzar. His expression was very different now as he looked at Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. He gave orders for the furnace to be made seven times hotter than usual and commanded certain stalwarts from his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and throw them into the burning fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar sprang to his feet in amazement. He said to his advisers, Did we not have these three men thrown bound into the fire? They replied, Certainly, O king. But, he went on, I can see four men walking about freely in the heart of the fire without coming to any harm. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed, Blessed be the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He has sent his angel to rescue the servants who, putting their trust in him, defied the order of the king and preferred to forfeit their bodies rather than serve or worship any god but their own. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory and praise to you forever. Glory and praise to you forever. You are blessed, Lord God of our fathers. Glory and praise to you forever. Blessed your glorious holy name. Glory and praise to you forever. You are blessed in the temple of your glory. Glory and praise to you forever. You are blessed on the throne of your kingdom. Glory and praise to you forever. You are blessed who gaze into the depths. Glory and praise to you forever. You are blessed in the firmament of heaven. Glory and praise to you forever. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance. Praise and honour to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. To the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, If you make my word your home, you will indeed be my disciples. You will learn the truth. And the truth will make you free. They answered, We are descended from Abraham, and we have never been the slaves of anyone. What do you mean, you will be made free? Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, everyone who commits sin is a slave. Now the slave's place in the house is not assured, but the son's place is assured. So, if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descended from Abraham, but in spite of that you want to kill me, because nothing I say has penetrated into you. What I, for my part, speak of is what I have seen with my father. But you, you put into actions the lessons you learnt from your father. They repeated, Our father is Abraham. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do as Abraham did. As it is, you want to kill me when I tell you the truth, as I have learnt it from God. This is not what Abraham did. What you are doing is what your father does. We are not born of prostitution, they went on. We have one father, God. Jesus answered, If God were your father, you would love me, since I have come here from God. Yes, I have come from him. Not that I came because I chose, no, I was sent, and by him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So today in the first reading from the book of Daniel, we have this terrific story about Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, these three Jewish heroes. And it's said in the time of the exile, so they're not in the kingdom of Judah, They've been dragged by King Nebuchadnezzar from their home, and they've been resettled in Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar, he's built this enormous golden statue, and he's gathered the best and brightest of Babylon out in front of the statue, and he's told them, look, when the band starts playing, everyone get down and worship, under pain of death. And what I like about this story is its simplicity. The band starts playing, these three don't kneel down, and someone points them out, and King Nebuchadnezzar says, well, well, look, lads, let's just pretend like you didn't hear the music. Let's let's give it another try. And they just say, look, now we heard it. We're just not going to kneel. Just very simply, they drew the line in the sand and said, here and no further. And so ever since I was a kid, this story really inspired me. I think probably because I recognize the absence of that kind of courage in myself that it caused me to admire it, especially in these three. But I think there's something important that's on display about their faith and their faithfulness. They say this to King Nebuchadnezzar. He says, look, if our God, the one we serve, is able to save us from the burning fiery furnace and from your power, O King, he will save us. And even if he does not, then you must know, O King, that we will not serve your God or worship the statue you have erected. Now that's the sign of a deep and mature faith. Because I think sometimes there's a temptation with us believers to look at God as the great ATM machine. He's the one who spits out blessings and graces. He's the one who guarantees the comfort of our lives. And here's the thing. Do you care about an ATM? No, you care about the cash it spits out. And I fear sometimes that we can fall into that trap, that our love is not so much for God as much as it is for the things that he can do for us, for the security that he can promise us. And that's a problem. But what we see here with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is that they come with a kind of disinterestedness. They say, look, we remain faithful to God. If he saves us, he saves us. If he doesn't, he doesn't. That's his business. My business is to remain faithful to him. Now, I think that becomes a particularly important insight, especially now while we're undergoing this epidemic of the coronavirus. Because I think sometimes we can fall into the trap of thinking that our faithfulness to God is the thing that guarantees our well-being. Well, Lord, I go to Mass on Sundays, well, (laughs) at least when I can, but I go to Mass on Sundays, I pray, I do my best, I try to follow the commandments. Surely that gives me some credit. Surely that gives me some safety. I shouldn't be as much at risk as the others who don't do these things for you, Lord. And I think if we come with an attitude like that, it's probably a pretty good telltale sign that what we're interested in is less God himself and more the favours that he might be able to do. That we look toward God as the ATM. Really, it's all about the cash that it spits out, but the thing itself, not as important. I think Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego show us today that faith and faithfulness isn't about God assuring us of a comfortable life. It's assuring us that we belong to him. Now, what I like especially about this story is that when the three of them are thrown into the furnace, now obviously they don't know whether they're going to experience a little pre-death cremation, or if God is indeed going to rescue them. And so they tumble in, and yet, in the midst of the fire, There is the fourth figure who appears as the Son of God and joins them in the flames. Now we can see that Jesus here is the one who is the Son of God, who joins us in the flames. We'll undergo all sorts of difficulties and struggles, and all of that, that's God's business. You know what, Lord? You saved me from the flames? Great. If not, I know I belong to you. And that's our guarantee. Our guarantee isn't the absence of suffering. Our guarantee is the presence of the Son of God. Our guarantee is that we belong to him. And that is the cause of our faithfulness. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, Father, who art in in heaven, heaven, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the the kingdom, kingdom, the power and the glory glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ in our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis' prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you always shine on our path as a sign of salvation and of hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick who at the cross took part in Jesus' pain, keeping your faith firm. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need, and we are sure you will provide, so that, as in Cana of Galilee, we may return to joy and to feasting after this time of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform to the will of the Father and to do as we are told by Jesus, who has taken upon himself our sufferings and carried our sorrows, to lead us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. Under your protection we seek refuge, Holy Mother of God. Do not disdain the entreaties of we who are in trial, but deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen.